This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's podcast time There's no need to be afraid On the show tonight We're here from Mal and good old Dave And in our show of plenty We can spread a smile or two Leave your comments in the feed It's podcast time Say what you want Say what you want to say At podcast time It's hard But when we're having fun There's a team down at the one call It's a team of pace and flair When young CJ gets going Defenders cry in fear Quite frankly, it's a good job that I'm not a singer It is podcast time, it is the Christmas special Without further ado, let's get it underway And maybe Cam and Nathan will be joining me in a sing-song And not shaking their heads in sheer disappointment It's the Mansfield Matters podcast It's Christmas! If we're singing about the the Sausage Roll can be Christmas number one. CJ can, CJ can be number one. A very good evening and welcome to the Mansfield Matters podcast, the show for the fans, by the fans. Please excuse the silliness of the introduction. It is, of course, Christmas. It is, of course, the Christmas special. 
so why not get the show underway properly thanks very much for joining us as always alongside me tonight we've got Nathan Edge of the Christmas Jumper and the man who's just ho ho no Mr. Cam Felson. Thanks very much for joining us, fellas. It's great to see you uh, once again. First and foremost, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. One and all. Where's the Christmas jumper? Kind of forgot. <laughs> I remember the presents, but I forgot the other stuff. And so. I remember the jumper and forgot the presents, so... Yeah, I suppose that's I suppose that's one all, isn't it? I suppose yeah, that's one. I suppose that's one all. As always, get involved with the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Well, because Mansfield matters, and I promise not to play that song again. Never again. No. Just never sing ever again. Never sing ever again. Never. Christmas number one next year. Get your bets in now, mate. Honestly, I think I could do better than a lot of the number ones, which are this contenders. Which uh, are sausage this rolls are well done. What are you about? So, I'm, I'm so is the CJ song. I mean, come on, they are inspired lyrics. I mean, I can't, I can't remember what they are now because I'm not writing them down. But they are in, inspired. <laughs> it's, it's podcast time. There's no need to be afraid. There's a lot of reasons to be afraid, and that's your singing. I mean, I, mean, I mean, it says what it is. We'll hear from Mal and we'll hear from Dave. What more do you want? That's that's poetry. That that's poetry. Christ. I'm disappointed. Simon's lucky not being here. Yeah. I'm, dis- I'm disappointed. Of course, as Nathan says, there is no Simon tonight. He will be back with us uh, later on in the year. I think we've got one more podcast this year and then we're into 2019 uh, and so on and so on and so on. Uh, he, like many other people tonight, he's doing last minute Christmas shopping. Yeah, I know. Uh, plenty to talk about tonight, as always. We'll hear from Mal Benning, as I said. We'll also hear from David Flickcroft. Plus, uh, we'll look at the festive fixture as well. But. It's a bit of a weird one as to where to start this week, Nathan, because usually we start talking about the game which has just gone, but we can only really talk about half of it because it was a washout. What an embarrassment. I know, shocking really, especially, we, what did we take, 281 fans was it, or something like that? Uh, so made all made the trip down there and uh, I think from the beginning, at the start of the game, it was quite obvious it was going to be called off and it was only a matter of time, but the irony of it, of it all, was like it just got called off when it stopped raining, uh, so can you quite believe it? I, uh, you know, unbelievable, isn't it? But um, yeah, not much you can do about it. Heaven, heaven's opened, and there was no way it could carry on. Really, it was a bit of a farce. Really, what do you make of the fact it was uh, obviously off at half time? Referee gave it all a chance. Two different, very different reactions from the managers. Really, Mark Cooper was, oh, it should have been off before kick off, and David Flickcroft was like, the referees gave it the best chance. What, what did you make of the situation? Whose side would you be on? I'm on Dave's side because at least I got to see 45 minutes of football. I weren't getting wet for no reason. Oh, it, so was, off, oh, it was awful. I, I paid for covered standing, so it was only a pound more than normal standing. I, uh, before the game even kicked off, I just, yeah, I just thought, you know what, sod it, I'm going to stand that off. I was getting just as wet, stood with nothing above my head. There was that little shelter stand I'll be honest I mean I, I don't like slagging clubs off too much because it always comes back to bite you but Forest Green has got to be the worst excuse for a ground for away supporters oh, in Skybet home end home end Oof, lovely look, look yeah. well nice yeah yeah. it's we, a complete contrast from one side of the pitch to the other that's I think they had eaters on over that home end as well I know, probably did yeah, well, the, the annoying thing there is you get to Forest Green and before when we were in the conference when both clubs were in the conference you were able to go and mingle with their fans in their really nice bar um, the green giant or the green man or whatever it is it's really nice in there nice facilities but now you're not allowed in there so what they've got they've got a marquee which has got more holes in it than Mansfield's defence when we were relegated more holes and a broken sieve in it 
water dripping in, it floods in there, it's freezing cold, you're stood in there for two hours because the bus gets there ridiculously early, and you just, what, what can you, what can you do? It's, it's an absolute, it's just an embarrassment all around. Yeah, did the bus drop you off at the ground? Yeah. Of course it did. Where, oh, where that, else did it drop it where else it dropped? They could have dropped in Stroud at least. It dropped, where they it dropped some people down there, but it, it wasn't that fussed about it, to be fair. <laughs> well, and then was, you stood. No, the first thing we went and did with Stroud was spoons. You, you know, fine, it, fine cover. You you get there to the ground. You stood, you know, in, in the marquee. You can't go in. Then you, when you go in, they say, "Oh, they've got this seated area." It's literally like. A gantry. There's it's two probably not even seats. There's about not, forty seats in it. If that. Not even what a tenth of the size of Bishop Street. It's 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 a joke. It really it really was a joke. You would expect it from uh, a non-league team. I think I've seen some. I think Matlock even have better ground facilities. They do. They really do. So really do. Matlock's a very nice ground. Just saying. There is. <laughs> but you'd expect it for a lower a lower division team, but. When, when the the contrast between how so home supporters are looked after compared to the away supporters, it's, it's shocking. But I I, I I ended up going to work without my coat on Monday because I was it was still dripping wet because I got it was just that heavy. Maybe if you're Santa nicely, it'll bring you. Oh, maybe, coat. maybe. Nate, the other side of that, of course, the, you know the the serious side of that is the football. If <laughs> this is a big if, the game would continue. It was very clear that both teams after about five minutes of trying to play football were looking for a mistake yeah. and if Forest Green had pounced on one of those mistakes then you know we'd be sitting here the away record gone spitting yeah. feathers well, really re really angry not just disappointed I mean the pitch was certainly worse in in Stag's defensive half in the first half so obviously switching around you know it seemed like the ball was moving a lot more in the, yeah, a lot more sort of freely in the end that we were attacking so the second half, obviously Forest Green would have had that advantage, and then, but then we would have had the advantage of them if they do try and play back to our keep, back to their keeper, which uh, a couple of our players did in the first half, which was, uh, I mean, I felt for it's craziness, but then sometimes you sort of, what options did they have? So I think they eventually learned their lesson. Uh, Logan dealt with that very well. Um, it, 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 when we spoke about the difference between keepers, and the, the one day we probably needed a, a keeper who's quick off the mark. Um, he wasn't there, you know, being relationship But Logan, credit to him, he dealt with it well. But it just, it wasn't, it wouldn't have been good because second half, you know, with us attacking that, uh, the, the side that was more muggy, like you would have never. I mean, we seen it when their player bro broke away from uh, our corner, wasn't he? he? Tried to run with the ball, and it just stopped. Well, yeah, it, the ball stopped, and he carried on. And uh, that's what we'd have been doing. We'd have been relying on the likes of CJ and stuff to to win the ball, and they just wouldn't have been able to do it. So um, I think it would have probably been worse for us the second half than it was the first. I so. think the best thing to come out of that game was Matt Preston's tackle oh, out on the wing, and he went surfing about ten yards further down the pitch. It was ridiculous. It was just that bad. Yeah, it was it was an absolute farce in terms of the weather. But the the fortunate thing is, really, there were no injuries to come from it because on a pitch like that. It's one of those where, you know, an extra slide or whatever... If you put in a tackling that's a little bit dodgy on a regular pitch and you're just able to stop in time, you wouldn't have no chance on that pitch. Yeah. Exactly. It was ridiculous. It was, it was an accident waiting to happen. It was a mistake waiting to happen. The right outcome was to call the game off, but 
I'd have been even more annoyed if they called it before the game. I don't think I would. I, I honestly don't think I would because if they call it off before the game, the terms and conditions in terms of ticketing is different. Yeah, true. Because now, this is the, the annoying thing, obviously. It's been rearranged for the 29th of January. We've got to pay um, again, we've got to, we've got to pay again to get in. A tenner, all right, they've reduced the cost. That's not fine. But I, ain't, I ain't sitting down. It's not that. I think I might do the same this time around, to be honest, because um, it's cheaper. But either way, tenner or a fiver, that's still a tenner or a fiver too much. And what Forest Green haven't factored in is that away fans have also got to pay to travel down there and potentially, if they want to go to it, take time off work or whatever to go to it. And for me, that's why I think abandoning it before the game, before kickoff, mm. would have been the right call to make for in terms of the less money alright so what they're going to moan that they've got overheads to keep so have we yin and yang isn't it but yeah but the, the difference is that Forest Green is nowhere near sustainable that's that's the, that's what they're going to come out with so you, you think the amount of money they spend on a food because they can't buy the food as cheaply because it's vegan well people were genuinely sneaking sausage rolls into the ground there I had bacon cobs it was great but it was like you got you think your costs of that are more, your fan base wasn't massive, your player fees are going up by the season because you're bringing in slightly better players. It's in the middle of nowhere. It's, it's all got to factor in somewhere. So that from a business point of view, they'll be like, oh great, we don't have to refund all these free tickets. We'll charge them X amount. It's just shocking, but. <laughs> Sometimes you can't win, can you? It's a very no. disappointing thing. Well, that's pretty much it because we've got no goals to talk about. We've got no actions to talk about other than Matt Preston's, you know, audition for a, to be a, a water slider. But water big, slide. I don't know what that is. It just came to me. Surfer, uh, surfer, that'll do. Yeah, surfer. Why not? Um, the big news this week, Nate, is, is the, the disappointing news which came out sort of, you know, Thursday, Friday. Um, Bobby Lesnick injured, training ground injury. Yeah. <clears throat> disappointing it's it's probably one of the if you were going to if you were going to pick a player who you would not want to see injured he would have been top of the list surely yeah I'd agree um, it was absolutely gutting and and the fact of how long he's going to be out for as well I mean we got some I don't know if it's slightly good news uh, in the press um, this morning or yesterday I can't remember when it was uh, that it may be a bit less than they originally thought so it might be 12 months it might be 9, 10 months but that's still a long time uh, so obviously that's him out for this for this season as, as we knew anyway that's that 9, 10 months that's still obviously the rest that's of the season, the season and then a bit into next season a bit into next season yeah I suppose it's better than a hot, uh, being out for a whole year, but well, as I say, so it's like it's it's not good news, but it's sort of slightly better, isn't it? Like, but it's still gutting, gutting for him, uh, gut, gutting for the, you know, because he's he worked so hard, he had to um, he had to sit by last last year and be on the bench and still be a team player and, and whatnot, and he's finally got his chance, and then something like that, which has come through sort of no fault of anybody, it's just nature you know, doing its thing and. Uh, you know, and he's out for so long. It's just, it's, it's tough, tough to take. Get involved in the comments below. Have your say on Bobby Alasnik's injury. Bitter, bitter blow to swallow. Uh, and uh, obviously, Comrade Logan takes his place uh, as well. Callum has been in touch. And he says, I've got confidence in Logan, though. Just remember, he got us to the promotion spots last season. Nothing saying he can't do it again. Everyone makes mistakes on his day as a smashing keeper. Would you agree, Cam? 
Yeah, I would say he's a smashing kid. The only thing that really separates them for me is that decision making is a little bit different sometimes. Obviously, like Conrad's a, a very much a, a commanding goalkeeper, but likes to stay in his goal, whereas Bobby's commanding but likes to command his box from just like actually coming out. And I think that's what really separates them. So I can't really say. I prefer either because I'd say they're both just as good as each other. For me, I think it's a position, it's a formation thing. It's it's the way we set up. I think Logan's a good keeper in a four, in a flat four four two, a more traditional system, which doesn't require him to, you know, to have to come and play with his feet and to come and have to play out to catch the crosses, to make the saves, and to command an area. Whereas Alejnik, almost like futsal, I've been watching a lot of futsal recently. He's almost like that that added player who can come and play out. He can play with his feet, likes to play it short. He's a more more of a ball playing goalkeeper. Yeah. What, do you, what do you think, Nate? I think it's distribution as well. The amount of attacks we've been set on from his uh, from his from his throws or his, his passes. Uh, yeah, if you look back at some of the games this season. He's actually created quite a lot uh, from from back there. So uh, you know, I don't think we've seen that from from Conrad in you know last season. It was, but then we had a different tactic. So he, you know, we don't know. We, technically, we don't know really if he can if he can play that role because. I mean, last year he might have been to, to, to do something completely different. So, uh, but uh, I'm, I got very annoyed when after the news was broken about some of the meltdown on uh, social media from some of our sports, which we seem to get with anything, don't we? Let's be honest. It's uh, some of our fans through and through. Really, they want to make about something, and uh, you'd, you'd think we uh, we had a cone coming in. In, in uh, you, you need to remember that. Uh, we have, we do actually have a fantastic keeper, you know, who, who's, who's capable of coming in. So absolutely spot on. And, and Peter says exactly the same things. He he said in the comments. I hear a lot of players say uh, a lot. Uh, I hear a lot of fans saying our season is over. Do you agree? And I, I can honestly say not in the slightest. I think that's a massive, massive overreaction. Um, I think our, our season will be over, over if Danny Rose and Tyler Walker both got cropped and. Um, Flickcroft left for somewhere else, and two, two, two or three players. CJ was out, and you know we had four or five injuries for the key players. But that position, well, both, can't I? Well, yeah, I'm t- taking you know taking nothing away from Alejnik or whatever. But as you said, Nate, you know Logan is a top class keeper. As Callum said, he got us into where we got last season. Yeah. It's just a confidence in games thing, and the more games he plays, the more confidence he'll get. And to be fair, Cam, we saw. 45 minutes of, of football well you can say fo- of rain ball on Saturday at Forest Green and Logan he was called upon once to make a, a good save from a mistake which we'd expect in that game and managed to, to make the save otherwise it could have been a different game and you can guarantee Forest Green would have wanted that game to continue well exactly and I think you you looked at ha- just how the game was going and you thought there's not there wasn't really any clear-cut chances coming. There was nothing really being created. It was just a lot of hit and hope. And me and a couple of the Stags fans getting abused up the left back for Forest Green. Just couldn't do anything. It was just so bad. The pitches. Every time he tried to play a ball, it'd go five yards. Probably not even that. And you think if we'd have set up like we usually set up with a three at the back. And we had a legend and tried to play it back to a legend like that we normally wanted. You get rid of it, it, it just stop. Well, you, you, we usually try and play it across the back three and play low passes, but yet scooped passes over the water and it not reaching, you know, from here to there. It was an absolute nightmare. Very so. much hit and hope, and it's like 
when when you're a goalkeeper, it's very unlucky a lot of the time because you get a ball that comes back, and normally you'd be like deal with that every single day. Just ball comes straight to your feet, and you can play it out, and you can play, you can pass it out, pick it up and bowl it out. Nope, you have to go up twenty yards to go and fetch it because it just doesn't get to you. And and you can guarantee, you know, if Forest Green had popped one of them in, it would have been Conrad Logan's fault, wouldn't it, Nath? With the way the way our fans Probably. sometimes approach it. And, yeah, I mean, the first thing they would have been doing is looking to see if they can blame him for it. So. Um, to be fair, even if it wasn't his father, probably find a way to blame him. It's just some t- some of our mentality sometimes. But um, <laughs> yeah, they probably blame him for the rain. To be fair, I don't know, but it's just one of those things. We gotta, you know, I think we've got to just get behind him. At the end of the day, you know, we, we know he's good. You know, we we know he's got mistakes in him. Because if he didn't, he wouldn't be at this. Li- this so is Lechnik. So is Lechnik. Um, so I, you know, I, 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 we've got to back him, and I think I think he'll do. He'll come in and and he'll do good. I think in some way that I think this will probably bring us together even more. I think the players will want to go out there and and you know and, and win for for Bobby. Well, let's uh, on that on that on that note. Let's find out the view from the camp. Let's hear from Stags boss David Flickcroft as he uh, was speaking earlier in the week, uh, about, obviously about uh, Bobby Elashnik's injury. Let's hear from the Stags boss David Flickcroft and hope that I've muted the two tracks and that he doesn't start talking over himself. Fingers crossed, people. It is Christmas. Let's pray for a Christmas miracle. With Bob, because he looks after himself so well and, and he is, he's a leader by performance and he's a leader by preparation. Um, you know. When when it happens to a player like that, something where you've you've got such a, uh, a catastrophic injury, um, then it, you know you, it leaves you wondering sort of why and how because someone who puts so much into the game should get so much back from the game, and um, you know I think I think it did leave them sort of um, gutted by by being Bob and, and the form he, form he was in, you know. Uh, even even Conrad, who's who's now got the opportunity, you know, Logs was floored, absolutely floored by you know by the injury. So when you've got a spirit like we've got and a camaraderie like we've got, then there's going to be that devastation, you know. And we turned, you know, we turned the, the Forest Green game into, you know, we make sure we keep this, you know, clean sheet and and we start a new set of clean sheets for Logs, you know, in Bobby's in Bobby's name. So that's where we was we was going with the Forest Green game. Um, he had a meeting with a specialist on Monday night, um, and that's shown that because he was so he was so fit and his preparation was so good and his legs leg strength was so good, um, you know that potentially nine to ten months is is what we're looking at. So where we initially thought the twelve um, and looking at, at Bobby as as the professional he is and uh, and the athlete he is because he is a goalkeeper but he's also an athlete and. Um, you know, we're hoping that that we can get him back within nine months. And uh, knowing Bobby as I do, and and speaking to him, you know, after the event, he's he's an incredibly positive guy, and uh, that positivity will definitely get him back to where he needs to be back to. And he will be back because there's no doubt about his mental strength is phenomenal. And um, and like I said, he, the kid's an athlete. Do you know what I mean? So uh, yeah. He, like anything, you know, you, you get them low points, but it's how you bounce and how you how you you come out of that, and and he'll certainly come out the other side. Stakes boss David Flickcroft there speaking about the injury to uh, Bobby Alejnik. Those of you watching the live feed now will have noticed we've just put a poll on our uh, live video asking about Jake Keem because of course once Bobby Alejnik uh, was injured, uh, was injured, 
Uh, Flickcroft moved quite quickly, didn't he, Cam, to bring back former Stags goalkeeper Jake Keenan. To be fair, uh, that's a very good replacement. Don't like using the word replacement, but it's a good replacement. Well, that's it. You, you see the news, what was it, Wednesday, mm. that we were going to be without Bobby for what they were thinking 10 to 12 months. And you think, well, what do we do now then? Because you think this time of year, you're not really going to be having, especially at sh- such short notice, to have a goalkeeper ready and raring to go and someone of the quality of Jake Keane. And you think, fair enough, we, we didn't always get the results when he was with us, but our team's completely different to what it was back then. Most of the squad have changed. The squad that was playing around him's changed. And it was a fair, it was impressive back then. So let's just hope that he's still what he says he's ready to wear, ready and raring to go, trying to fight for this contract. So obviously, it is a place that we need to fill in until the end of the season now. So if he doesn't do a good enough job, then there's always going to be someone that Flip Cross got his eye on, just in case this doesn't work out. TV comments coming in. Peter says, uh, I don't want to be in a situation that we are looking for another keeper in another month's time. Keane has proved he's a decent goalie. Uh, Ewan says, I don't understand why everyone has hit the panic button. Money to spend in January. A team that looks like it wants to play for the club and the manager. Options for us in goal with Keane and another can be signed in January if needed for me. Uh, we need to look for that much needed goal scorer. Uh, maybe Mo Isa from Bristol on loan. Um, I think the goalkeeping situation's got to be sorted uh, first and foremost but for me Nath I think it's already sorted we just need to give, give Jake Keane that long term deal maybe yeah I mean I, I, for some reason I can't remember what it was like when he was here and it wasn't even that long ago it was it, uh, January 2017 wasn't it so yeah. it really wasn't that long ago I can't remember I can't remember what he was like so, King Danny Hilton after taking a penalty Oh, is it? Yeah. Right, <laughs> That's it's all like I can seem to remember. Give this something like, like 10 clean sheets in 12. Something, something like ridiculous. This is, like we're talking that. now, for, for those who don't know, this is the uh, this is the period of time where I wasn't at the game because so I was producing the sports show with my old employees. So I wasn't watching it. I was hearing third hand, but I was watching the highlights and I think some 10 clean sheets in 12 the games. Late surge for the playoffs. Late surge for the playoffs and he was at the heart of that. Evans' first game. I think yeah. Keane was one of his first, first signings. Yeah. Play, I think he probably played New Year's Day at Blackpool, to be honest. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, I think he... he Him, Alfie Potter, Alex McDonald, Joel Byron, all very quick to come in when Evans took charge and he was one of the standouts. just annoying that he didn't stay yeah. it's a bit of a shame with him as well because he obviously went back to Sheffield Wednesday where he was on initially on loan from and was promised maybe to have a, a shot there and just didn't make it I, when I saw he got released in the summer I don't know about you but I was a little bit surprised that nobody had sort of snapped him up well, yeah, I'm glad nobody that, did snap him up well exactly that. that's, oh, yeah. the, that's the thing that did surprise him the fact that like, like Cam said at this time of the year mm. it was going to be very difficult to Certainly, find a keeper on a free agent, and you know, a keeper of a decent, decent, decent standard, quality. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, to, to have him available, and just by luck, he was training with us anyway, wasn't he? So, um, it just all fun perfectly in, in a, you know, in a sense that he was there for us, really. So, so, didn't he end up at Grimsby on loan end of last season? Something like that, yeah. I mean, and then from Sheffield Wednesday, he was, yeah, and then he's got released in the summer. Then, as Nathan said, he was training with us. Training with us in the summer, um, just after sort of um, August time, mm. uh, it was very lucky from from what I know or from what I can make out from the interview to actually not get a deal. I think if one of the other two keepers would have gone, I think like Flickcroft said in his in his press 
a couple of weeks ago. I think Alejnik turned down a, a deal elsewhere. I think if he'd have gone, Jake Keane would have come in and yeah into that spot. So I think he was just unlucky not to get a deal anyway. Yeah. So so this is a chance now, yeah. isn't it? You know, like, and I think to be fair, I think we're doing it the, uh, you know the right way, giving him a month at the moment because we don't know whether he's got any of our underlying sort of injuries or anything else yeah, yeah it's not, obviously no idea, not played so he's not, ma- yeah, not playing matches he's not match fit um, you know so there's, there's a lot of things there so I think giving a month just for now to, to sort of let things settle down and then obviously we've got the transfer window where we can assess things and we can then look at what direction we want to go in and like uh, I've got to said it in the, in the comments but you know yes we do need to probably look at a striker but we can also at that point you know um calculate whether we do need to bring in a keeper or not. I think a massive positive that Keane's come in is the fact that what from what Flickcroft's saying he was training at Barnsley when he called yeah. him so he's still within the match day environment he's still with players that are playing regular football he'll still be training at the level. same level yeah. it is a good level was it League One yeah championship, championship League One he's been training with Wickham uh, training with uh, obviously ourselves with Rotherham been training sort of all around just been unlucky not to, to get a deal so that's the only thing I consider why he hasn't actually got a deal at all these clubs that he's been training with I, I, so personally I think it, it's purely because you know you can look at if you're looking at building a squad you probably want to sign four or five midfielders but you only want two goalkeepers yeah. Very, it's very rare now that clubs have got more than two goalkeepers and maybe a youth team goalkeeper coming in I think Sam Wilson might have got a, a, an opportunity if he wasn't out on loan you know, he's still out on loan somewhere and I think fair enough it would be good to see a youth team player on the bench but when you think especially a goalkeeper outfield player not too bad but the amount of responsibility that falls on a goalkeeper's head if there's a mistake and there's a goal come from it 90% of the time unless it's something that a player's specifically done that all the pressure from the fans and the press always goes down on the goalkeeper so would that be too much well, yeah. fair enough Sam's experience and he's been been around at a couple of clubs on loan and he's doing fantastic very highly team. thought of as well because he's, he's, he trains with the first team he trains with Logan and Lesnick as well so do you think Flickcross maybe made that decision leaving that on loan getting that experience and then reassess the two in January yeah once Keane's deals Keane's deals up or you know, has he got other plans elsewhere without goings, etc., etc.? You just I mean, there's been a report know, that, um, that we're apparently looking at club keepers elsewhere. So you, whether they're true or not, we don't know. We'll, we'll never know really until we yeah, have one side yeah. on the. That's the thing line, about these. This time of year, you get rumours, and someone could have heard it from Gary from the local pub, who heard it from his postman, who heard it from his dog. And his yeah. dog, his dog's mate's dog, his owner, is David Flickcross' next door neighbour. Yeah, and this is posted on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, can't read a bit too much into that, but I think we're not going to know. I think that all we can do is um, you know, get through these fixtures. We've got a fantastic keeper in Logan. We now know we've got a fully competent keeper on the on the bench. If if we do need to call upon him, uh, he's got someone to prove, so he's going to work hard. And let's hope you know if, if he does get a contract in in January to the rest of the season, then he's obviously doing something right, showing the right things to to David Flitcroft, and that's what we need. That's all. That's all we need. All Keep we your ask. votes coming in on the live feed. Should Jake Keane sign a long term deal? Simple answers: yes or no. Let us uh, know uh, in the comments your thoughts on that, and of course uh, vote on that poll uh, as well.
festive games are just around the corner we're not just wearing elf t-shirts and a Christmas jumper and not wearing Christmas because somebody's Scrooge um, for, for no reason whatsoever where did your tinsel go you were wearing tinsel around your neck earlier as well I'm disappointed in honestly try not to do a Christmas special there it is look comes little tinsel Christmas scarf um, obviously Christmas games are just around the corner with the Forest Green game sort of not going the full 90 they had a bit of a run out they would have been working hard this week does that stand us in good stead or do you think that sort of sets us back as we look at this festive running because for me this season we seem to do better when we have a rhythm of games we don't seem to we don't seem to respond well when we've had that gap of games when we were yeah. playing those Saturday Tuesdays it's no coincidence that we were going on a better run and moving up the table yeah so obviously with the games so they're coming thick and fast which, which you know you could say which means Saturday well, uh, sorry tomorrow um, it could be interesting at Stevenage we've had that bit of a break now so uh, let's hope the 45 minutes is enough to, that we had last week to well, keep it the but January we've got a lot of games coming thick and fast because we've got the, the two rearranged two rearranged games, games in Grimsby and Forest Green yeah. so um, you know it's, uh, and, and I think the, the most important thing is is that actually the, the results on Saturday went our way um, so actually you you look at the league table now and again you, you sort of you, you look at it and think oh, if we win those two games the players look at it like that if we win those two games where we could be in the table it gives you something to really uh, aim for and know that no, you know, nothing else apart from ourselves can impact that so, you know, win our two games and we, we sit in, uh, also, in we're third place. In, we're in the same position, what, two months ago, a month ago? October, November time. And we'd obviously got crew away and whoever on a Tuesday night, Grimsby at home on a Tuesday night. And we were like, oh, if we win these two games, we'll be up there. Mm. Well, we did get up there. And now we're looking at it again. We've got two games rearranged. And if we win them, we're up there. Yep. So let's just go and do it again. This is the thing. We... We, we always say Mansfield do everything the hard way but this season we're just not making it hard for ourselves because you don't really think of any game this season where we've re really made it tricky for ourselves we never really had even like Will Atkinson getting sent off at, before half time against Swindon we never looked really in any real danger so I, ju I just don't know how the squad's going to react so like we've had obviously we have breaks in the past from internationals and whatever obviously we had a break last week not last weekend weekend before so we obviously we were linking away then it were FA Cup was it the FA Cup the weekend after? yeah I think yeah. so yeah and then obviously not to count uh, Bury and not to county and all the, I think the Bury game we looked a bit rusty but the not to county game we looked alright so let's just know that the players have been keeping keeping up in training keeping the rhythm going and I think as long as we keep positive I think we should be able to get through this Christmas period but that's going be alright keep your comments coming in it's time now to hear from the Stags boss David Flickcroft and find out what he uh, he thinks get a bit tinseled up there yeah that's really itchy <laughs> it is isn't it uh, I'll put itching powder in there turn out then to hear from the Stags boss David Flickcroft and, and find out what he makes uh, of the festive period 
Uh, here's stage boss David Flickcroft speaking to iFollow earlier this week. I'm a football fan. I think football's part of your life. And, and at Christmas, you know, um, I've got kids myself, you know, but it's it's a Christmas Day is a day of work. Christmas Eve is a day of work. You almost don't categorise it as, as as Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, New Year's Day. It's just a day of work. It's a, it's a whatever day it falls on. You know, it's um, it's a day of work, day of preparation, and the players know that, and they they, they know how uh, intensive you know I am with with that sort of attitude. But um, no, I, I think it is our English tradition. I think Boxing Day is always a brilliant day and and a day that you can you know get out there after uh, after Christmas Day and go and watch your team and uh, a lot of my pals you know go go and watch their own teams, take the kids and and take take the family to the game. So you know it's a part of our tradition, but. I think, you know, in the Premiership, I can see it coming in, maybe a January one, and I think it's needed when you see who we've been drawn against, the English clubs, you know, certainly the German clubs, they'd do it, uh, four to six week break. were, um, And and if we want to talk about being successful and, and getting to World Cups and getting to, you know, World Cup finals and Champions League finals, every English fan wants that, you know, uh, we're Mansfield Town, but, you know, I want to see every English club, um, you know, do well. I think it will come in usually like VAR and uh, goal line technology. They start in the Premiership and, and probably rightly so. And if that can get ca- get cascaded down, then it can only it can only benefit football. And I think the decision's got to be benefit football if they're going to do it at all. There must be a benefit to it. There has to be. There's got to be a trade off and a balance somewhere. And I do feel as though when it comes into the Premiership, then it could get cascaded down. But it's a busy period. You know, for League Two, League One, Champ, and and, and the Prem, um, but that's that's our English. That's what's special about our English league, and um, th- certainly our team. We've sort of benefited from playing Saturday, Tuesday, and, and keeping in that rhythm, and um, it's it's been a bonus for us. You know, I look at the two games that that um, you know the Grimsby game for the international one and the Crew game were. You know, we slotted them into the program, and and the, and the players committed to them incredibly well. So. You know, we're okay with the fact that we've got a rhythm of games, and um, and you know now we've got to, you know, make sure we get get the Forest Green one, and and, and that's another Saturday Tuesday game. So uh, we've done we've done well in that period. Stakes boss David Flickcroft there speaking to I follow earlier this week. If you want to watch those interviews in full, uh, then head to mansfieldtown.net forward slash I follow. Uh, obviously, Flickcroft there talking about festive breaks and things like that. I think that would kill me if we didn't have a fixture on Boxing Day. I mean, the fixture computer could be a little bit kinder when it comes to New Year's Day, or the police could. Grimsby away is not bad, but one o'clock kickoff, come on. Oh, yeah, I know, I think. I saw the fixtures list, I was like, why are they doing this to us? Because we had Grimsby Boxing Day last year, and now Grimsby New Year's Day this year. That, that's just rotten. It's cold enough at Grimsby any, in the middle of the summer. Never, oh, Cleethorpes, actually. It's not Grimsby, it's Cleethorpes. But can't we just go back to like July and when we went to Cleethorpes to see Stuart Lockett's and the it weather was a lo- like that? It was a lovely that day then. It was very nice, yeah. but you just know it's going to be absolutely chocking it down. It's going to be freezing cold. It's just one of those games you're like, just, God forbid, please don't be a nil-nil draw. Well, well no, I take that. We don't normally have much luck there, do we? So, no, I see. 1-1. Lee Angle, late goal, 82nd yeah. minute. It was. It was certainly. Yes, that guy. Well, yeah, I'm sure you do. Leah, 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 go, Leah, go. To be fair, that was that was great. That was the <laughs> best thing ever. Just randomly out of nowhere, just got this audio clip. It was brilliant. It <laughs> was. 
It was, it was great. Um, Moving on. Yeah. Nathan, winter break, would you be inclined to, to see one or is it a big highlight for you no, the, the no. Christmas games no I look forward to it over Christmas so uh, no I'd, I'd rather keep it as it is if we had a winter break Nathan would just be off to Marbella that is very true actually, actually. Yeah, winter break I'd yeah. support that that's yeah. fine yeah, winter yeah, break yeah, bring it in go away <laughs> let's talk Boxing Day fixtures and, and Christmas fixtures what's your best memory of a Boxing Day or a New Year fixture I can think of my worst and I can think of my best but what, what's your is there one which particularly springs to mind a, a festive uh, one for you Cam oh worst one oof. probably Alfred at home season we got promoted oh yeah that was a horrible day chucked it down the rain pitch were terrible and we lost so yeah just the days of playing <laughs> Alfred on Boxing Day they were great days to be fair they were great days oh how times have changed wasn't it um New Year's when we beat them that 6-3 game or was no, it? no no that was in the middle of the year because we'd, we'd, oh, we'd beaten we'd uh, beaten Barrow something like 8-1 eight, eight eight and then yeah. we went and beat them as well it's uh, it's it's all good it's all good fun I think for the Alfred games for the away games definitely I think there were more away fans than there were home fans yeah. <laughs> you think it's probably Brilliant. one of the shortest away days ever yeah to be fair, I would like shorter journeys, but that's never going to happen, is it? But there you go. No, because you've got you've got Notts County that are on the way down to the conference. Chesterfield are on still in the conference. Yeah, Alfred and I'm going anywhere guess, anytime soon. I guess the, you have actually got the, the short way trip with being groomed. That's the sort of clothes you're going to get, really. <laughs> it, that's that's true. Yeah, true. Jeez. The oh, best one for me, I remember Boxing Day in the first year in the conference. Billy McEwen had, had been sacked. Aidy Moses and Mark Stallard were in charge. We went to Kettering, and Kettering were, do, were a good team then. They were doing quite well. They had, uh, I think they had the likes of Dempster playing for them and a few others. I think Isley and Christie were still knocking about okay. uh, back then. Um, and we went, and I think we won something like either 2-1 or 2-0. And Rockingham yeah. Road, we were on this terrace. It were cold. There were a bit of slight snow in the air. And we, I think we won 2-1, and we played really well. I just remember it's just bouncing and singing, jingle bells, jingle bells. You know, oh, what fun it is to see the Mansfield win away. Then the worst one, and I'm hoping we don't see a repeat of it on the 1st of January 2019, Grimsby away on New yeah. Year's Day 2011, we got thumped 7 2. Yeah, no, that's, that's, the one, that's what I'm referring to. It seems to be like, that, I remember that was 7 2. It wasn't the following year, like 6 1, something. Then it was like, go, when they went Horrible. down again to like 4 2, it was like constantly going down. Now, as we drew last year, now surely the reverse is we're going to, we're going to win. Yeah, well, don't forget we lost under Evans as well, 3 0. Ne never do that. Lose, 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 well, it, it, draw. But it kept getting a smaller gap of the loss, so then that Maybe was we drew. 2019 was the year of the stack. This is it. This guy yeah. next to me is the most superstitious person I've ever met, so I'm we'll probably believe that. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Same same hat, same routine, same people in the car, same underpants. food. How do you know about my underwear? Not, not, not even cleaned. Shut up! Right, what I'm gonna do? Right, I'm gonna wait for Christmas. <laughs> Socks on underwear. He Happy needs days, it. Happy days, I need it. Uh, I'm gonna beat these two up and whilst we do that, let's hear it from uh, the joint longest-serving stag player Mal Benning, who's been talking to the media this week. He reflects on what was a crazy 45 minutes at Forest Green and also assesses his season so far, and of course looks ahead to the festive period. Here is Mal Benning speaking to iFollow earlier this week. It was probably one of the first games I've been involved in where it's been called off at half-time, but. It was the right decision. Um, the pitch was it was in a state, to be honest, with the amount of puddles on the pitch. But it's just one of those you had to get through and just see what happened. And I think the right call was made. It was just a scrap, wasn't it? Obviously, no one could really get their foot on the ball. It was like 
you play the ball over the top and then the ball will just stop so it's not really an even contest is it it's just a look a lot it's just lucky whoever gets the ball or who doesn't so yeah it was a fast to be honest i'd say over my four seasons here i'd like to think that i've been consistent but obviously everyone goes through dips and forms but it's how you react to that so um yeah at the moment i am but it's just keep about uh, working hard and keep going at the moment it's been obviously since the quarter game was called off we haven't had a consistent run of games so it's about getting them run of games and then just keep playing and obviously if the team's doing well it helps as well with the amount of games it's if if you win those games, you're right up there, as you as you know, in the league. If you win two on the bounce, you can just fly up the league. First leg, defending Melbourne is speaking to I follow earlier this week. We were just trying to discuss between us uh, when we do the podcast next week and uh, forgot Melbourne was talking in the background. Uh, we'll look, it will most likely be Friday next week because apparently if we do it on Thursday, um, Cal will be talking like Joe Pasquale. Um, <laughs> you got the reference and that's good. That's good. Uh, thanks very much, as always, for all the support and all the comments uh, throughout the year and the season. Um, it is our Christmas special. We're not just wearing uh, Christmas T-shirts and jumpers uh, for the sake of it and he did have tinsel around his neck earlier oh, so it's, it is time for a little bit of festive uh, festive fun oh, before we start this I've got Christmas presents ok Cam's got Christmas presents so we'll see what uh, Simon's not here um, yeah Simon of course is not here today but he will be Simon has baby morning. wipes because why not he will be needing them next year basically but, Simon uh, and his partner are expecting right. twins probably you probably don't think of anything clever so I got Maltesers that's a very good gift I will happily uh, Nathan's got two gifts what <laughs> whoa 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 no no, uh, no, no. how has Nathan got two gifts these were two who picked you up who dropped you up these are two for one so Nathan's got I know he's not winning the quiz some pedigree dense sticks <laughs> don't breath I don't think I can quite eat those um, so you can have them, but you've also got uh, another dog out on the way, and you've also got some beef smackaroos. I'm not gonna lie, smackos. <laughs> some dog treats. That's <laughs> 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 so welcome. Oh wow! I can't eat either of those. Oh. I'm quite hungry actually. Well, please don't. I'm not sure I'm going to win. Oh, God, no. Oh, well. oh, did anybody see on Facebook there was a kid that started eating an advent calendar? They didn't realise oh, it was for cats. cats yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, Thanks. Well, welcome. welcome. I mean, that was a very yeah. half-hearted thanks. I mean, I and I'm, glad, <laughs> I'm glad I'm sat in, in between you both. I'm glad um, I got that. Give flash. I have got for you both Christmas presents. I've got Simon something as well, so Simon will get his when I see him uh, next. But I thought, you know, we've not done this all, all on this series of the podcast because we, we wanted to change it up a little bit. But I can happily confirm that Craig's quizzes are back. Hey. You're gonna like this one. I've got two. I've got two. So we are playing for either a tub of celebrations or well, I can pick them up. A Tesco's finest stag cupboard biscuit shortbread box. Oh, oh, yeah. Whoever wins uh, will get the choice of the two, and whoever doesn't oh, win gets, gets yeah, the other one. It. Um, it's n- I've not got about 40 questions, don't worry, we're not going to be oh. here for ages. I wanted to come up with something which you guys at home can play along with as well, whether you're watching live or listening to the audio version of this. Um, so, what I've done is for the first one, it's basically you're playing for points, okay? There are five, inspired by the mystery voice we did earlier this series for the one-off, I've got five current Stags players who I've taken clips of, put them all together, and all you've got to do is you've got to guess as many as you can. You think you're up for that? Do you think you know your Stags players? No. The only downside is, 
it's not a very long clip, so you've got to be paying attention. I'll play it a couple of times for you, okay? So it's not going to go well. See, I'm just going to say, Nathan's um, got a massive advantage over me. Why? Your ears don't work the same as mine. Exactly. No, they always say, it, when a person it, loses no. a sense, yeah, the other senses get stronger. Rubbish. So, what? yeah. Who are you? Exactly, <laughs> right. So... I've got the answers hidden on the, on this sheet. You can guys can play along at home as well uh, if you'd uh, like to comment. <laughs> Shout out any of your answers. We've got uh, two f- to play just in case. We'll maybe give an answer. Just, just a bit comments. fun. He can't. It's all. all right, can't see the comments. It's Not fine. It's all good fun. Are you ready for the first one? So I'm going to play it first, then you're going to tell me... Don't want to shout any of the names out. I want you to tell me, out of five, how many you think you can guess. The person with who thinks they can guess the most can have a go and go first. That's how it's going to work. You understand it's that? Like All right. Dead, what? Exactly. So yeah. you could say two, you could play safe and say two, and Nathan could say three, and he might guess the three, because he's said he can guess more, get them wrong, and then you win. It is who dares wins. Are we ready then for what these? Are we ready for the first one? Yeah. Here we go. Listen very carefully then. Silence in the studio, please. Hang on a minute. Right. Let's get, <laughs> this, get this sorted. Hang on a minute. Right. Six, seven. Right, are we ready? I'm going to play it again. Here we go. Here we go. Hang on. I've got to play, I've got to play it again now. Ready? Here we go. Back some balls. Breaking forward. Hopefully um, scoring some goals. Full of confidence. We've had a very good relationship. Five, six, seven. One more time. Want it one yeah. more time? Here we go. Listen very carefully again. Back some balls. Breaking forward. Hopefully um, scoring some goals. Full of confidence. We've had a very good relationship. Five, six, seven. How many do you think you're going to get? What I'm going to do to decide who goes first... Okay, I've never got a coin in my pocket, I don't know if I have or not. Uh, no, I haven't. I, don't, I might have one in my coat. I've got one in my coat pocket. I'm going to flip a coin, uh, okay, uh, and then we'll see if you can guess. So, I've uh, got a coin here, pound coin. Uh, Nathan, you can call. Ready? Call. Tail. It's heads, so... Uh, oh, no. Cam, you need to choose a number. How many out of the five do you Two. think you've got to get? Nathan. <laughs> Three. Oh, oh, he's gone oh. for it, he's gone for it. Okay, I'm going to play the clip name one them. more time. Name no, them, no, I'm going to, play, no. I'm going to play the clip one more time, it's only fair, and then he's got to name three of the five, and he's got to get them correct. Here we go, here's the clip, listen. Liam Batson Bowles, breaking forward, hopefully um, scoring some goals, full of confidence. We've had a very good relationship, five, six, seven. Oh, okay, right, so he's, Nathan says he can get three. I'm not confident. You can now have to get all three to win. Danny Rose. One. Timmy Elsnick. Please say it's him who's talking about breaking forward and scoring some goals. Nope. You've so you, that, you've only got three guesses left? <laughs> um, Christian Pierce. Two guesses left? Oh, you you've do. got to get them both right. It would be about breaking forward and scoring some goals. If you know in the comments, shout it out. Obviously, we, these yeah, guys can't see it, loud. but get involved. Oh, you got two guesses to get two right. Cam is about to win himself some, bit, some J- biscuits. Jacob Mellis. Who's your other guess? And. Who the hell was Cam? Five, six. Thought his steps for a minute. Seven, eight. Boots scooting, baby, is right. No, right. I'm going to go. This is going to be an absolute random guess of any player in the squad. I'm going to go for. CJ Hamilton. I don't think I know that name. Would you like the celebrations or the the biscuits? (laughs) I love the biscuits. 
I, I think I could probably get more than two now. Just, just. Or would you like to double or quits? Oh no! <laughs> I think I could name three. You're it. You can name three. I think I could name three. Go, go for it. Go for the three. Otis Khan, Danny Rose. Should we allow that one? Matt Preston. Oh, I can go for Preston. I can reveal you're wrong. Oof. Okay. Um, here's the clip again. Some balls, bracket forward, hopefully um, scoring some goals. Full of confidence. We've had a very good relationship. Five, six, seven. I'll play it one more time. Boom, let some balls, breaking forward, hopefully um, scoring some goals, full of confidence. We've had a very good relationship, five, six, seven. It was, in this order, Conrad Logan. <laughs> See the one saying breaking forward, scoring some goals? No. <laughs> Callum Butcher. Oh. David Murfin. No. What? As if you use him, that Logan recognises his <laughs> He's part of the current squad. Danny Rose. Shocking. Yeah, we got that, didn't we? And the one saying six, seven, eight, Hayden White. Hayden White. Listen again and see if you if, see if you can work it out. Boom, let some balls, breaking forward, hopefully um, scoring some goals, full of confidence. We've had a very good relationship, five, six, seven. Ah, uh, there you go. Hundred percent. That is them. Um, Cam, would you like to? I've got one more. You only got the same as me, really. Like, well, yeah, I only got one right. Yeah, but you, you got it. You did get it wrong. Would you like to go double or quits? <laughs> to, would you like to play again and go double or quits? Yeah, sure. Just go again because you want to go again. Yeah, I don't think that last round was fair. Okay. Well, okay. Right. So we've had a bit of a warm up. Okay. So I'm going to play the going to play the next one in a, in a second. Um, and then we'll do we'll flip a coin again to decide uh, who goes first and second and all that sort of yeah, like yeah. Slashing you can shoot you can shoot shoot for a second you might have had a little bit of uh, you might have had a I didn't hear any of that oh, that's good because I was talking over ok so um, I'll flip the coin again so you can call Cam this time you can call oh great so here we go call Tails Heads. Ah, oh, boom. Yeah. So, Nate, you're going first this time. You get to pick a number. Here is the second clip. If it's raining, if it's very, very cold. <laughs> they were desperate. We couldn't get a lot of play. We were slashing at, at some of our clearances. I had a really good game right, and the yeah. boat comes to me and says, oh, we're interested in signing you. When's your uh, youth team contract? <laughs> <laughs> My age just took a toll. How many do you think you can get? Four. Cam? Name them. No, Cam, you've oh, got no. a number. One. You think you can get one? Okay, no. so Nathan, you've got to, you've got to have a, a guess then for four of those. So get all four and you've won. Carolyn, David Flitcroft, Adam Murray, Jamie Maguire. Correct. Come on. Oh, I smashed it. Smashed it. It was just number four, I wasn't sure. Would you like the biscuits? Would you like the biscuits or would you like the celebrations? <laughs> I might be really spiteful now and just go for the biscuits. I know Cam really wants them. <laughs> I mean, he did get you some dog treats for Christmas. I'm going to go for the biscuits. I don't blame you. Know. I don't blame Thank you. Thank you very much. These are yours, mate. Have oh, a nice tub. Thank you very much. Shortbread. We'll open them. I don't actually yours. really want them. I just like to lick them all. And, and Cam, the these are for you. Merry Christmas. Oh, that's a decent consolation prize. But does anybody know what the fifth, what who the missing voice was? 
Well, we'll it, we'll play it again. I'm going to play it again for you. If you know in the comments, shout it out. If it's raining, if it's very, very cold. They were desperate. We couldn't get a lot of play. We were slashing up some of our clearances. Had a really good game, right? And the yeah. bloke comes to me and says, oh, we're interested Who's in this? buying your wins. You're a youth team contract. <laughs> <laughs> My age just took a toll. Okay, so uh, I'll play it one more time. Shout it out in the comments if you think you know um, who the fourth mystery person is. We already know uh, there's Carolyn in there, David Flickcroft's in there, Adam Murray's there talking about having a slash, and Jamie Maguire's there talking about his age. But who is the fourth person who tells the story uh, about his age? If it's raining, if it's very, very cold. They were desperate. We couldn't get a lot of play. We were slashing up some of our clearances. Had a really good game, right? And the yeah. boat comes to me and says, oh, we're interested in signing you. When's your oh. team contract? <laughs> <laughs> My age just took a toll. Did you think you had it then? I don't know, is it, is, it's an ex-player, isn't it? It is an ex-player, yeah. I don't know why. It just the, uh, the voice is starting to ring a bell for now, but I can't. Is that a striker? No. Uh. Do you want one last one? Go on, one more time, just for the... If it's raining, if it's very, very cold... They were Carolyn. We couldn't get a lot of play. Yeah, Some of our clearances had a really good game, right? And the yeah. boat comes to me and says, oh, we're interested in signing you. When's your uh, youth team contract? <laughs> <laughs> My age just took a toll. Jammer. Who is that? It's going to annoy me when you say it. Do you want me to put you out of your misery? Do it. The fourth mystery player. I don't know, Paul Black. No. Why, why would I put Paul Black in there? <laughs> Former player? I don't know. I thought you'd just put a random one in. Who was? Throw a spanner in the way. Yeah, so I've gone heroes, I've gone people of high esteem. It's Alan Marriott! Oh. oh. Talking about a time, he was talking about a time, uh, he was talking about his, his age and how he looks younger than what he is. And he was talking about a time he was playing in the game and uh, someone came up to him and said about. Let us know when your youth contract's up. So let's listen to it one more time, then we'll go through the answer. He is. So there's Carolyn. If it's very, very cold. Dave. We couldn't get a lot of play. Adam Murray. Some of our clearances had a really good game. Here's Alan Marriott. Come to me and say, oh, we're interested in signing you. When's your youth team contract? And of course, Mr. Jamie Maguire. Thank you very much. If you've played along at home, let's read through some of your uh, messages. Uh, Peter says, I've enjoyed the podcast this season. Well done, guys. Wish you all a very Merry Christmas. Paul says, Cheers, guys. Happy Christmas to you all. Uh, and uh, Callum says, I triple that. Have a good Christmas, guys. He was also uh, the only one in the comments who managed to spot Cameron Logan oh, in, nice. the, uh, in the first... Um, in the first... Clip, in the second so. clip, it sounded like Carolyn Radford was describing Forrest Green away. Very <laughs> raining and cold. Very raining, very raining, it's cold. If it's raining, if, <laughs> if it's raining. Oh, we have to put her in there somewhere. Well, that is pretty much uh, it for this week. Let's uh, end the uh, live poll and get the results of uh, of that, of course. Um, we were asking, should Jake Keane sign a long term deal? And 83% of you have agreed with us here in the studio and have said yes. 17% have said no, meaning we should perhaps look out to it. Yeah, you did. I think you did. What is this? Someone ringing Cam? My mum. All right. My mum knows it's podcast night. Should we answer it? Get her on the phone, we'll answer it. Oh, get her on the phone. Bad idea. This is a bad idea, isn't it? As long as she doesn't swear. Yeah. She might swear, this is great. Put it on loudspeaker. It's on loudspeaker. This is not going to end well. I'm going to be Santa. Hello. Ho, ho, 
ho! Merry Christmas! It's Santa Claus here! How may we help you? You idiot. <laughs> we apologise for any bad language. You are live, Mother. Thank you very much. Have you been a good little girl this year? Have you been a good little girl this year? I'll bring you back, Gav. Bye. <laughs> Merry Christmas, Cavs, Mum! <laughs> oh, my oh dear! Just uh, saying, my mum's a forest fan, so slater mm. in the comments. Apologies for any bad language, but it was well worth it. We had to do it. <laughs> uh, on a serious note, uh, I know that Simon's not been here this week. Um, obviously, he has got a, a young. He's got two youngsters due in the new year, which means at some point he will be uh, leaving us. But we have the baby wipes. It will be needing those baby wipes. I think that's the only good present which comes managed to do I thought the dog treats week. were amazing yeah. no, the Maltesers are pretty good I mean well yeah I'll share them with you I'll tell you what well you can do a swap if you want you've got a dog and all well yeah but I don't see them all the size nah no nah, <laughs> nah it's not worth it I put some real effort into them <laughs> you sound really disappointed I I was not appreciative I'm disappointed should have got him the gift of nothing yeah, well, uh, well, well, that's it. Um, that's it. Well, that's, that's it. Uh, Simon, as we say, uh, will be back uh, with us another week in the future. However, unfortunately, it's at some stage when he does become a parent, which is great news for him. I mean, I'm sure baby Craig and Nathan are going to be absolutely, absolutely. wonderful kids. Yep. G- going to be great. Uh, he won't be able to get to as many podcasts as as he'd like to uh, which means we are looking for more people to come and join us so if you fancy um, coming to join the Mansfield Matters podcast come to sit alongside us and getting dog treats off Cam uh, for Christmas um, and great biscuits off me for Christmas and a fairly decent cup of tea I'd say yeah not bad not bad then do get in touch with us via DM on our Facebook page we'd love to get you involved uh, to have your say uh, on your team we don't buy unless you know you've got food um, so yeah come and get involved we'd really like to see it from me uh, as always this is uh, a big thing for us we enjoy doing this every single week it's great we will continue to do it uh, in the new year as well uh, thank you very much um, for watching thank you very much for listening as always uh, and please do have a very Merry Christmas Nathan's got the uh, Christmas jumper on um, we're not going to sing Merry Christmas are we? No, that's no. Do, we need, do we need to sing do we need my song again from the start? If you want everyone to turn up right now, yeah. No, well, let's let's not do that. Finally, as always, we end in the in the only way possible. Uh, predictions for Saturday's game. Obviously, tomorrow away at Stevenage. Nathan, you going to Yes. Uh, oh, we're all there. Podcast yeah. all there. Pretty much podcast yeah. done. Maybe. Maybe, Maybe no, probably not. Probably, probably not. not. We won't see each other, that's probably why. Yeah. We always say we'll do that one day and we just never end up in the same place. We try it, we try it. It's just too cold or like. Yeah. It's too Tried busy. it for Morecambe and yeah. we were all sat at warm drinking. Yeah, we're yeah. never doing that again. Yeah. No, that anyway. We're never doing that again. <laughs> never doing it again. But, um, we'll, we'll try something. Maybe. So, who knows? Who knows? Prediction, anyway. Three one stags. Nate. Two one stags. I'm going to get three no stags. Comrade Logan to have an absolute worldie. Danny Rose to finally break his duck. Um, someone to crop Joel Byron. <laughs> Cam to get arrested for cropping Joel Byron. Byron's going to score from free kick. He's not. Oh, that, that's so lucky. Yeah. I'm changing my 3-1. Exactly. <laughs> uh, join us again next week, next Friday. Same time next week. Uh, probably at 6 30-ish, we'll let you know on our Facebook page, but from me, from Cam, from Nathan, and from Sandy's right here as well, do have a very Merry Christmas. We hope that Santa brings you everything that you want, which is, of course, three points over the Christmas period. Thanks for watching, have a great Christmas, 
We'll see you at the same time next week. This is the show for the fans, by the fans. Why? Well, because Mansfield matters, and so the Santa is coming to town. Back some balls. Breaking forward, hopefully, um, scoring some goals. Full of confidence. We've had a very good relationship. Five, six, seven. If it's raining, if it's very, very cold. They were desperate. We couldn't get a lot of play. We were slashing at, at some of our clearances. I had a really good game, right? And the yeah. bloke comes to me and says, oh, we're interested in signing you. When's your uh, youth team contract? <laughs> <laughs> My age just took a toll. TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.